Welcome to the One Little Spark podcast. This space is meant to spark something in you, to ignite the passion back into your world and into your life by opening up your heart and helping you dive into and accept the truest form of you. A place where magic, fantasy, nerding out, and getting excited over anything and everything is accepted. A space to heal, grow, laugh, connect, and fall in love with the magic inside of you. I help you to bring the magic of theme parks, books, fantasies, fairy tales into your everyday life and help you see that magic is real and inside of every one of you. Let's spark your imagination in three, two, one. Hi guys, welcome back to One Little Spark, the podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Apple, and I'm excited to be here talking with all of you today. Um, Especially because my topic today is really exciting, which is why getting away and taking a trip all by your lonesome or, you know, without your like family or, you know, we call them soul low trips um, is so important. And I just got back from Walt Disney World and I took a soul low trip to uh, Orlando and did it all by my lonesome. And I am not a newbie when it comes to traveling alone. I have, of course, flown to Florida a bunch of times by myself, not necessarily always going to Disney. My dad lives in Florida as well. So um, I get down to Florida quite a bit. <laughs> and my sister and her um, husband also lived in Florida for a period of time. So I've been to Florida many times. <laughs> um, but I've also been to multiple retreats or experiences um, just healing uh, and spiritual events vibes that I've been to by myself or maybe with one friend. And gosh, it's just so beautiful to to recognize that I am worth it and that I get so much out of that like independence and that like stepping away from uh like the routine and also like doing things for me that I know really, really benefit me. I usually do it either to Disney or to some sort of healing event. <laughs> and, uh, you guys know, I love my healing. I love my self growth stuff <laughs> and we will get more and more into that as this podcast goes on. But I also really love to solo travel. I love to travel in general. Um, <clears throat> recently since having my kiddo, he just turned five. It's been mainly to Florida and back <laughs> because it's harder to <coughs> go to exotic places when you're raising a human, but not impossible. Many families do it and I'm here all for it. It just hasn't happened yet, but, um, it, uh, solo travel is really special and, this last retreat I did, I actually had some women who had never solo traveled before sign up for the retreat and the retreat was in Disney and it was inner child healing as it always is. And I just feel like there's something really, really special about choosing that for yourself. And it took me many, many years and a lot of growth uh, and inner work to know my worth and know my value and know that it's okay to like not follow the norm of like what's expected of women what is expected of mothers and so on and so forth and I love taking my kiddo to Disney World but I also just like love to do my own thing down there sometimes too and so well and travel in general uh and so 
I want to share about my experience and, you know, why I chose to kind of solo trip, not only because of those reasons, but uh, this is my first year, my first year ever being a Disney annual pass holder, which is so fun and cool. And I didn't really ever intend to be one, but always kind of wanted to be one because like, I don't know. It's cool to be able to, like, just go to Disney any old time, and I don't live anywhere near Disney, so it seemed silly up until this year to invest in an annual pass because I was getting down there once, maybe twice a year, and usually when I'm not with my family, who my dad pays for those trips, so I'm not, like, spending the money on the ticket, um, I'm getting let in by friends that I know who are cast members, so um, I don't usually have to put too much money towards going to Disney. Um, and, and so this trip was, uh, you know, kind of defined by the fact that I was a Disney annual pass holder and I decided to invest in it this year because it just made sense with building my retreats and my retreats in Disney world. Like I am going to be doing them throughout the year and uh, also I go with my family and also it gives me that opportunity to just kind of go whenever I want to or when I can and I also have the luxury of like a really really supportive uh, partner who holds down the fort without even a second guess uh, when I'm away as well as you know family around here who help take care of my kiddo and and I have a very flexible job so I am paid per diem so I can kind of take off when I want to take a weekend here, take a weekend there, a long weekend. And so I have those luxuries and those benefits, which I know are all very much privileges as well as family paying for me to go to Disney World once a year as well. So, um, but this year it just seemed, it just seemed to make sense because I was going to be going more than once. And I knew that. And I basically, if you have an out of state, if you live out of state, the pass is really only worth it if you go to Disney three times in a year to like, you you save money that way if you're going three and I knew I was at least going to go twice and um I was going to try to do a solo trip so it just made sense and we are thinking about another date before my pass expires for the next retreat which is really exciting stay tuned for that if you're interested and want to know more um follow me on uh, my Instagram page I am Caitlin Apple and you will or TikTok, former Cinderella, and I share all about those things there. But I haven't announced anything yet, so stay tuned. But it just made sense financially to invest in an annual pass. And I'm very excited because then it also helps me save on food and merch and all the things down there, not only for my retreat, but when I travel with my family or by myself. But um, I decided to do this solo trip. I'm not much of a summer Disney in the summertime person because it is too hot down there at that point in the year. And um, I ha- I don't have to, you know, wait for summers or, um, you know, think about school breaks uh, at this point. So when I was a school counselor, it's the only time I could go was like over Easter, which is when we typically went or over the summer. And I just don't love it down there. I mean, I love it any any old day because it's Disney, but I prefer to go in different months and it's also less crowded in different months. So I prefer those times of year. Um, but I did end up doing a summer trip this year. I, I went this past trip, my solo trip, I went on the, like the very end of July and it was really cool. Um, 
and what was really, really nice and what's nice about solo vacations or trips is that you get to be with yourself. I feel like we are so often very distracted by the world around us. Understandably, we have busy lives and busy jobs and it just like never ends. The tasks and the things and the parties and the birthdays and the <laughs> all the things. And so you get that you get a break from that. But also you like you you are faced with yourself in a different way. Um, and you, you really have to sit with yourself and whether you're at a healing retreat or not, even a trip down to Orlando by yourself, you, you come back home a little bit, you know, in internally as well as coming back home to Disney, which we all know is home. (laughs) Um, and I really, really, really needed it. And it was very special and I felt like I could do Disney my way and also take trips that take, take the trip a little more leisurely. I'm kind of a Disney, like go, 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 do, do, do all the things. Even though I've been there a million times, I just like know that Disney vacations are like, let's do it all. Um, I'm not the type of person that takes like two pool days and, uh, goes mini golf. Like I'm like parks all day, all the time and go to the pool in the afternoon and then go back to the parks. And, um, I love being in the parks. That's why I go there. And so, uh, and not that there's anything wrong with the leisurely way. I love that too, but it's just like kind of how we do things. And so this trip, I was like wanting to be really intentional and wanting to like experience the Disney magic in a more like, uh, sensory way, because that's typically, uh, not, I'm just like living in my best life typically down there. But this one, I wanted to be like, I'm going to like really, taste the food and read the signs and explore the countries and, um, you know, not make it about like getting on. I didn't buy genie plus at all. I bought two lightning lanes cause guardians and rise. Hello. Um, and then I ended up getting rise refunded to me cause it was down once again. Shocker. Um, but I went on guardians three times while I was there because it's the best ride ever. And how could you not? But for the most part, I just kind of like wandered and you know, One day I rope dropped, one day I slept in and I rode the Skyliner and then I park hopped and then I didn't do anything one evening and I just ate food in my hotel room and it was glorious with my friend Kristen who lives down there. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It just felt, it's, it's a different space when you get to kind of do it in your own way, in your own self. And I don't, even mean just Disney although of course like if you're a Disney fan like me that's exciting to think about but um just to do anything to you know just to be with yourself in any way um whether it's a staycation or a vacation or a random trip to Starbucks like being in your body and being really intentional about the experience right because again we're so often on the hamster wheel of life and we forget to just sit and be and like take it all in and I think because I've been to Disney so much, it's very, very easy for me to do that there. It's like speed past this and go to that ride and get on the queue. And I mean, Disney kind of sets it up that way now with the app and everything and Genie Plus. And so um, I didn't have to do any of that this time. It was kind of just like, what do I feel like doing? Like my friend Kristen and I, um, we went to Italy and we did wine tasting. I've never done that before. They have a little wine cellar there. I didn't even know about uh, like, I've been in that pavilion many times. I've just never gone in there. Um, and we had wine there and like got a little tipsy and just like had fun. And it was really just like 
I wasn't worried about the next thing or my next lightning lane. You know, I wasn't, it was just like, we were just there and enjoying things and tasting things. And, um, yeah, I woke up one morning and, and rope dropped Hollywood and just like hopped on the Skyliner, grabbed a coffee and just like, just enjoyed Hollywood and walked around and looked at the shops and bought ears. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just really, really special. And I'm absolutely going to do it again. And I think I'm going to, you know, with my retreats starting to take off, I'm, I'm most likely going to be an annual pass holder from here until who knows. (laughs) Um, but my goal is to definitely renew it. And, um, what's nice about the renewal process is it's cheaper than to buy it uh, you know, your first time as well as like we take an annual trip every year. So whatever my dad would have paid for tickets for that, you know, trip goes towards my tickets. So it's a no brainer for me (laughs) to do that. Um, so I'm most likely going to be an annual pass holder moving forward. But what I will say also about solo trips is like, it's, I feel like I'm probably judged for it from some people. Um, and or like society as a whole, it's like, like, is this girl ever at home with her kid? Or like, is it like, you know, like, you know, that judgment is coming and it's so ridiculous because you're gone for like three days and, and the rest of your freaking life is spent with your kiddo. And, um, so it's such a silly, and no one would question a guy going away for two, three days or a dad going away for like a business trip or whatever, a golf trip. Right. It's just like when women do it, it's frowned upon. Um, and I know that judgment is there and I just don't even care because it's like, I'm allowed to do things that make me happy with my child and outside of my child. And like motherhood is not the only thing that I am like a mom. I'm not just a mom. I'm not just a wife. I'm not just a therapist. I'm like many more things. And one of them being an insane Disney fan and a Swifty and a writer and, um, a poet and a singer and a dog mom and a friend and silly, right? Like we're so much more than just these roles that like we think we have to like define ourselves by. And, I am not defined by any of those roles, you know, certainly they are part of my life and my experience, but they aren't me. And I've done a lot of work over the years discovering that, especially when I became a mom, because it just, when those first years as a mom, year one, especially it's like, who am I? Where is my life? What is, what is happening? And, um, I shared a little bit about my like postpartum journey on the last podcast. So definitely give that a listen, but right. You're like left with that question of like, what, what is life? Uh, what is my life? Who am I now that I'm a mom? Who am I, you know, as a mom, who am I outside of a mom? Do I have that? Do I have that even option? Um, and so much of society tells us no, like once you're a mom, it's just like your whole identity. Um, and no, that's a, not even factually correct even if people make it seem like it is for them. Um, But you are someone outside of those things. You were someone before you became a mom. You are someone after becoming a mom. And so, you know, one of the ways that I 
live that in my way, you know, because personally that's what I like to do is go to Disney, travel, uh, visit friends, do retreats, um, go to retreats, create retreats. I mean, that's a part of my business too, but those are pieces of me that, you know, are important and shouldn't just be glossed over because now I'm a mom now, so I can't do all these things. And it's like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. So if there's any moms out there listening and need a permission slip to like go on a solo Disney trip or come to the Outside the Lines retreat (laughs) next time, um, or any woman ever just needing to like really go deep and play and find freedom in themselves, like that's what solo tripping is, solo tripping is, and also what our retreat is all about is like finding that freedom and that like play and that like discovery and imagination and uh you know kind of exploring all of those things are like our inner child really coming out and being like ooh, how cool that's why people have such a good time on vacation or like you know uh, step outside their comfort zone even though it's scary it's like oh i get to like explore and play and discover this new thing that I didn't even know existed or um you know I wanted to learn more about or just like the inner child gets to have so much fun doing that and so there's something so beautiful about taking yourself out of your comfort zone by yourself and doing something just for you um and I think as women we we have to give ourselves permission to do that And otherwise we really lose sight of who we are. You know, I work with a lot of people and I work with a lot of clients who are mothers, um, who are career women, women. And it's like, they get to a point in their lives where that question comes through of who am I? Who am I? And I, they don't even know to ask it at first. And I, and I remember sitting with a client, I think it was last week and she was a new client and, the the phrase I don't even know who I am anymore without that thing came through and I was like this is a this is a pivotal thing this is a big thing because this is you beginning to ask the question who am I outside of the the things outside of you right like who am I internally? Who am I without this thing, with this new thing, with this partner, without this partner, without my children, with my children? Like, who am I? What is the foundation of me? And a lot of us don't know. And I made an omission many years ago to discover that for myself. You know, that question hit me um, at a pivotal time in my life. And I was like, oh, I need to figure this out. You know? And I feel like that's what I reignite or find again or find freedom in again when I go and solo travel. Um, and, and, but you can find that without spending any money. You can, you can find imagination play and freedom and exploration and tapping into that inner childness and that like, uh, self knowing without any of that without traveling at all (laughs) because it's really not about the stuff outside of you it's really not about the extrinsic things it's about the intrinsic 
things and the foundational piece of you, which is who you are, why you're here, what you love, and allowing our time earthside to be that all of that time earthside to be all about exploration and exploring that and igniting that and, and shifting and evolving and pivoting and also coming back home. Um, and so I think, excuse me, we as women, um, should ask ourselves that question. And if we have trouble answering it, that's okay. Cause it's maybe new. Um, and the only way, the only way to begin to answer that question is self-exploration and, and that you don't need to solo trip for that, but that is absolutely one of the ways that you can do it. Um, and some of us are faced with that question, like really through trauma, right? It's like, this bad thing happened to me. Like, who am I now with it? Who am I? Who was I before it? Who am I now after it? Right. Um, there's a thousand ways we can be faced with that question, but the, the reality is we don't have to be faced with it in any sort of way. We can always sit there and ask it. And it's, and what I love also about that question (coughs) is it evolves. It evolves. And the evolution can look like discovering who you are in the now, discovering like what you desire for yourself in the now. And also, which is something that, you know, time and time again, I come back to the inner child because that's what I do. Um, It's also the evolution of coming, of returning, you know, the revolving door, revolving back. I wrote a poem about this the other day, so it's like in my heart. Um, revolving back to the pieces of you that you neglected, shoved down, uh, and pushed away for years. You know, what you loved as a kid, what you wanted to do when you grew up as a kid, the, the magic and imagination and, and wonder and beliefs that you had as a kid, all that typically gets squashed out of us by the time we're... 20, 30, 40, 50. Um, and so evolution can also look like coming back to that. And that's my specialty <laughs> is bringing you back to that, but also using that evolution and coming back home to explore this new, the evolution on the other side, the growth on the other side, what becomes of you in your current life and your current self as you come more, become and accept more parts of you that you told told yourself and others told you was not enough was not good enough should not be allowed um it's a permission slip to evolve in both directions like like i said the revolving door oh my gosh i'm gonna say i'm gonna share the the poem that i wrote about this uh in the in the show notes today um because i just feel like it's so fitting but it's a revolving door it and it's and it's ever evolving and ever moving and ever you know you know, moot, you know, spinning. I was looking for a word. What's another word for revolving spinning? <laughs> That's also in the poem. Um, but we can do that through solo travel. We can do that without solo travel. But what I will say is if it is in your heart, if it's in your soul to want to do that thing, but you're scared or you're worried about what others would think, or you are like, 
well, why would I take a trip for myself versus, you know, take a trip with the family? Ooh, that question, right? Like that question. And, and it shouldn't be an either or thing, right? Like sometimes it's not in the budget and I get that. But if it is in the budget or you can make the budget work, there's something really, 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 really special about doing that thing for yourself and your healing and your growth and your evolution. So if it is on your heart, please join us uh, at the next retreat. Um, you know, doors are closed for this one in September, but well, actually we have one spot. If someone wants a discounted rate, please hit me up. It is open. <laughs> if you want to come with us in a couple of weeks, there is one spot left. Um, but the next one uh, is going to be in 2024. And so if it's on your heart and you want to explore that pe those pieces of you and come back to you and evolve and revolve and spin and laugh and, and find your joy again and connect and love on and allow your inner child to be seen, heard, witnessed and expressed tap into your creativity, tap into your love, tap into your like soul. Uh, join us, join us for the next experience. Cause it's going to be incredible. Um, so what I will say as far as why solo travel is so important to me is that though that, that for me does that it comes, it allows me to come back home to sit with myself more, to listen to myself more, to, you know, kind of follow my impulses, my gut, my, uh, my desires, right? When I solo travel, this solo trip to Disney was so about my desires. Like, what do I feel like doing today? Ooh, okay. I didn't have to plan anything aside from like what park I was going to be out when, cause they still make you do reservations, but I got to really like just be in my body and my knowing and like play with my desires. And that's also a piece of the retreat that we do. And I can't wait to do it in a couple of weeks with all of you who are coming. Um, but that was also like such a special piece for me is like, I got to really live that, you know, as a, as the retreat facilitator, it's a, it's about that for me too. I embody that, but also like I have to plan everything for that experience and make sure it's the best epic, most incredible experience ever, ever, ever. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm, you know, leading others, but this time I just got to lead myself and I just got to like feel joy in that and like play and explore. I like went on something, uh, the gorilla trek in animal kingdom, which I haven't been on in 15 years. <laughs> and it was so great. I just sat and watched the gorillas play and just like, I loved that experience and I was just, you know, just me walking around. I got myself a margarita and I walked the trek and it was just lovely. Um, and that's also the work, right? It's like, are you okay being with yourself? Does it feel good to be with you, to talk to yourself, to be with yourself, to listen to yourself, to explore yourself? Or is that feel scary and uncomfortable? And if it feels scary and uncomfortable, that's okay. But that's also where the work is needed um so that's my two cents on my solo trip uh i had such a good time i would absolutely 100% do it again and i will be doing it again um but for now it's all about retreat from here on out because we go to orlando uh and we my team and me fly out uh, september 5th so we will be there from the 5th through the 12th and like I'm so excited it's gonna be like next level 
and they're just going to keep getting next level from here on out. So that's, that's, I feel like we're going to dive into more of the retreat experience, maybe next podcast. And I did mean to do this podcast while I was there in the energy of it, but like I was following my desires and I was like, no, I want to record that when I get home. I'm just feeling into the vibes of being here and sharing that experience afterwards. So I followed my gut on that one too. Um, so thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening. Please, please, please go on. If you are listening to this right now, go on, give me a rate, give me a review, write it out. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. Please share this on your Instagram stories, share it, uh, you know, with a friend and just like, we're going to be doing so much more growth talk here and so much more Disney talk here and, um, all the beautiful things. So I can't wait. And I love you all so much. 